What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. WTAW news time is five minutes after six. It's 75 degrees. We'll take a look at your forecast coming up after the news brought to you by RM Mullinix, trusted AC service since 1948. MullinixAC.com. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. College Station's Planning and Zoning Commission unanimously recommends a zoning change to allow Amazon to fly drones to deliver orders from behind new car lots off the freeway between Rock Prairie Road and Emerald Parkway. The city council is scheduled to take final action July 14th. PNZ Chairman Dennis Christensen, who lives near the Amazon site, is the retired director of the Texas A&M Systems Transportation Institute. He says this is an outstanding example of the partnership between the city and the system. There's risks involved. We'll evaluate it as it goes along. Changes can get made if they have to. But to not go forward with this, I think, would be a huge mistake. College Station, which would be Amazon's second location for drone delivery, does not have city regulations. That was brought up to the PNZ by another neighboring homeowner, Amina Alakon. All these other industries that are going to start flying, we have to be sure that we have regulated these things in advance rather than we were already grandfathered in. So if California, bless their hearts, if they want to be the test site, let's let them be the test site. Amazon spokeswoman told PNZ that a fleet of 12 to 18 drones would deliver items that are no larger than a shoebox within a four-mile radius during daylight hours and fair weather conditions. The Bryan City Council heard at its last meeting what the Bryan School District is doing since the mass shooting in Uvalde. The update was given by Councilman Ruben Marine, who attended the last joint city school meeting. They're going through their list of protocols and, and what we have to do and working closely with Chief Buskey and the City of Bryan Police Department. So uh, they're, they're making strides there to make sure our, our citizens are safe. Marine also promoted the use of BISD's Be Safe app to report suspicious activity. For more than five years, Bryan City staff has been working on restoring the oldest piece of religious architecture in Brazos County. The Bryan City Council at its last meeting awarded a contract for the second phase of work at the Temple Frida building on South Parker. So it's yeah. not drama, it's structural stuff. Right. Deputy City Manager Hugh Walker told Mayor Andrew Nelson there will be restoration of the masonry arch, windows, doors and flooring and replacing the roof. Hotel occupancy tax money will pay most of the $224,000 cost. The project is supposed to take seven months to complete. Temple Frida, which opened in 1912, was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1983. The home of the Arts Council of Brazos Valley gets College Station City Council approval for new signage. The council approved a zoning change from light commercial to general commercial. Councilwoman Elizabeth Kuna, who was part of the unanimous vote, noted the Arts Council will be allowed to have a 35-foot-tall sign, almost nine times the height compared to prior zoning. That's a substantial difference, right? Oh, yes. You're talking about a two-story house-sized sign. Councilwoman Linda Harvell said the signage was needed. She pointed out the difficulty in finding the building, a former city fire station that the Arts Council opened three and a half years ago. For us locals who know where the Arts Council is, that's fine, but for visitors coming into town, it could be a challenge. ACBV director Sheree Bogner says the taller sign will be at the same spot incorporating the agency's logo. 
WTAW news time is eight minutes after six. It's 75 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by RM Mullenix. More news at 630 or online at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Rebert for 1620 945 WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, Texas A&M baseball for the first time since 1993 has gotten a win at the college world series we're going to talk about the big victory over texas coming up also touching on the u.s open and aggie making noise sam bennett having a pretty good finish we'll cover that and more in sports there you go so uh we're uh it, it's it's uh, chelsea's friday it is my friday okay, you promised to yeah. do a full show right i'm here for the full show <laughs> no. i will be fully engaged all right that's cool yep because you know where you're going it's one o'clock in the afternoon i mean you yeah. could you could join us if you wanted to. I could. I could. Oh, you. Oh, you want me to do the show sure, from the road? Yeah, sure. Uh-huh. Sure. I mean, I'm doing yeah. it from Omaha. You that's might as right. well do it from Italy. Right, I don't know what right. the difference is. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I would even. Yeah, I wouldn't have to even wake up that early. No, to, to do not the at show. all. No, no. And all the stories you could tell us. That's for sure. <laughs> yep. 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 Exactly. So mm-hmm. anyhow. So uh, yeah, big deal. Now we're saving this until next hour. Uh, we're going to get a review of Casey's breakfast pizza. Oh, yes. yeah. From Omaha. Yes. You know, in the meantime, yes. so uh, you, I, I know Hudson missed you because it was Father's Day, right? Yeah. See? Yeah, that was kind of a bummer. Oh, yeah. First you, Father's you Day, and I wasn't even at home. One. Yeah, did he text yeah. you and say Happy Father's he, Day? He FaceTimed me. Oh, he did didn't he? remember. Oh, so he FaceTimed cool. me, which was nice. So yeah. uh, nothing like having a. An 11-month-old tried to eat the phone while sure. you're talking to him on FaceTime. Exactly. But, uh, he was, no, I got to see him. He was fully engaged. That's that's for sure. So, And and that's the deal. Dads, you know, didn't we have to be perfect dads yesterday? Because, I mean, we're reminded it's Father's Day. Uh-huh. All that to tell you that apparently a poll found that parents have to tell their kids no 23 times a day. Uh, 23 yeah. times a day. Mm-hmm. The survey found that, uh, you know, that, that, and they talked, that's 8,400 times a year, okay? I mean, <laughs> that's a lot of no's. And quite often, you're saying no to the same thing for more than once. Yeah, right? that's what I was going to say. It may be 23 times, but how many, how many topics are we covering it, right there? It was no yesterday, it'll be no tomorrow, <laughs> and it's no today. Mm-hmm. So here are the next common week. things that, yeah, then next week, here are the things that were most common that parents had to say no to. Can I stay up late? Okay. Okay. They may do that anyway. Can I have a snack before bed? Oh, uh, okay. See, now that's, and boy, that, once you run down that chute, I mean, that's a tough one to get them out of. True. I mean. Getting it, used to right. getting that, that bedtime snack. Once they get a taste of it, and literally. We, yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about that. Eating late is not a good thing for you. Right. Anyway. Asking to buy something random every time you're at the store. Oh, yeah. Oh, Can yeah. I have this? Can that, I have this? That's what kids are for. Yeah. Uh, more screen time in general. Okay. okay. Uh, Can I just do my homework later? <laughs> uh, using their iPhone, their computer, or their iPad while they're in bed. Uh, watching R-rated movies. Oh, okay. Some, oh. some parents take their kids to them. Just saying. Yeah. That's fine. You know, yeah. Whatever, you, whatever you're going to do. Uh, using their phone at meal times. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, yeah. Snacking in between technology, so much of it too. Yep, that is true. That's true. Snacking in between meals, and playing outside at night. Mm. The the requests we are apparently having the hardest time saying no to does involve snacking between meals, and hey, can I sleep with you guys? Oh, yeah, that's another biggie. Mm -hmm. But here's the deal: kids 
shouldn't complain too much, though. The poll also found that yes is an average answer 24 times out of the day. Oh, okay. So no 23 times, yes 24 times. That How just, much is go ask your mother? That's what I want to know. Yes. That's what I want to know. And I don't know. Go ask your mother. Yeah, that's it. Because that way I'm not making a bad decision. We got a lot of info. Mation. Mation. Perfect situation. Did I time it? Mason. No. no. Close? No. You missed it. Very no. close, though. Yeah, better, right. better than Friday. You, you, I'm, not hearing an, I'm not hearing my own self back like right. I was on Friday, yeah. so it's kind of oh. hard to tell how far off I am. Well, you can listen to the replay. Yeah. It'll be up at 7 o'clock. You can hear it then. Yeah. Oh, we podcast. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, I've heard about that. Good morning. Call us or text us. Be a part of our radio program if you'd like to do that today. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. 979-695-1620. We're in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. So here we go. It's uh, 620, and it's almost 620, but it's 620 as far as the date's ah, concerned. Gotcha. There you are. So that's um, and it's day 171. Got 194 of them to go. It is American Eagle Day. Oh, okay. I guess oh, that's yeah. opposed to Bolivian Eagle Day. I'm not sure. Oh. As opposed to Abercrombie and Fitch is what I was yeah, thinking. Ah, that's, yeah, it could be that. Yeah. Ice cream soda day. Okay. You know, you don't get those very often anymore, right? No, They're, you know, I don't think so. Back in the days when they had uh, like those places in pharmacies. Pharmacies mm-hmm. used to have places where you could get ice cream and sit down at the counter and eat that. Mm-hmm. I know, you got to be yeah. older. And that. an ice cream soda, I mean like a beer, a root beer floats an ice cream soda, right? That's right, sure. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. Okay. Uh, vanilla milkshake day. Oh, okay. I don't know why that's all going on, but all anyway. at the same time, yeah. Uh, yep, it's a plain yogurt day, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you can use for cooking or you just want to eat it, that's fine yep. too. Ride to work day. Oh, okay. I don't know if that's the same as bike to work day or <laughs> if it's you get in a car with somebody, whatever. Take your cat to work day. Oh. I don't know. All right. That's a good idea. <laughs> World Refugee Day and um, Hike with a Geek Day. Okay. Oh, like get them outside? I guess. Not sure. Don't know who, if that's better for them or better for, for you. you. Yeah. Or you may be I mean, the some geek people geek your... out over hiking. You that, know what I mean? It like... could be a hiking geek. I guess that's, uh, yeah. that's true. All right. Birthdays out there. Birthdays for today. Soraya McNeil. I think I'm saying the first name right. Turning 27. She's Tiana on Empire, if you were mm. a fan. Hakeem's sometimes girlfriend, but she's 27. The rapper Sage the Gemini. Okay. Is thirty today? Huh. I'm not. I'm not quite sure what all Sage the Gemini. We'll go going find some good audio. I'm sure the, we will. The name. The name sounds familiar. I will say that he's thirty. Uh, thirty years of age. Christopher Mintz Plassey is thirty three. He is McLovin on Superbad. Ah, uh, gotcha. Since then, he's gone on to have uh, roles in Neighbors and Kickass, but he's turning thirty three. So happy birthday to him. Grace Potter is thirty nine. I'm a big fan of hers. Uh, Grace Potter and the Nocturnals. They're an indie band. Uh, she did a cover of White Rabbit, which was really, really good. Um, and she's got a lot of stage presence. But anyways, great performer, good singer. Cool. She's turning 39. Uh, Allison Porter is 41, voice winner, and the little girl who played Curly Sue way back in the day. Mm. But she is 41 years of age today. Um, Tika Sumter is 42. Michelle Obama on Southside with You. She's also in the Ride Along movies and the star of Owns the Haves and the Have Nots. Own is uh, Oprah's network. Oprah's oh, network. that's right. Yep. Uh, anyways, yeah, she's turning 42. Chuck Wicks is 43 today. Country singer was on Dancing with the Stars, and he was dating Julianne Huff at the time. They were oh. partners. Uh, he lost both, by the way, if you were wondering. <laughs> oh, um, well. He was the, oh, um, 
I forgot. I'm just trying to remember the song that he sang. I'm not going to sing it for okay, you. Okay, good. Uh, okay. He had he had one big. I remember running Cinderella. through sprinkler with a popsicle grin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that the one. Cinderella uh, that song that all the dad. Yeah, they kind of used as like first dances at weddings or the yeah, father daughter dance, yeah. I should say. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that was used quite a bit back yep. in the day. But anyways, Chuck Wicks is turning 43. Quentin Rampage Jackson is 44. Former UFC light heavyweight champ. He played B.A. Baracus, which was Mr. T's character in the A-Team remake, but he's turning 44. Robert Rodriguez is 54. Directed Machete, Machete Kills, Sin City from Dust Till Dawn. All of those great family-friendly movies. <laughs> Sounds like yeah. And the Spy Kids movies. Oh, okay. And so, yep. Uh, but uh, anyways, he is turning 54 today. Nicole Kidman is 55. Mm. Uh, so happy birthday to her. I mean, Gosh, take your pick. Nicole Kim has got a pretty long IMDb, mm-hmm. but she's 55. Dan Tominski is 55, country singer. He did George Clooney's singing voice for Man of Constant Sorrow. Okay. Oh, okay. Which, um, yeah, an old brother where art thou, which if you think about it, he, if he's 55 now, that movie came out probably more than 20 years ago. Right. I mean, he was in his mid-30s when he was singing. Yeah, interesting. Um, yeah, which he sounded a lot older than that, but anyways, he's 55. John Taylor is 62. Duran Duran's bassist, The Reflex, The Wild Boys, Hungry Like the Wolf. Uh, Michael Anthony, 68, Van Halen's bassist, uh, backing vocalist. Um, Eddie and Alex vowed never to work with him again because he continues to work with Sammy Hagar, and they hate Sammy Hagar. Oh, but anyways, the he's drama. Yeah. yeah, the drama that fills up all the, uh, the hair rock bands, but anyways, he's 68. John Goodman is 70 today. Mm. He is Dan Connor on Roseanne. Uh, it was also Walter so- Sobjack. In the Big Lebowski. Yes, he was. Uh, yeah, he was. It was a it was a pretty iconic role for him. Um, and he's done some other things as well. Speaking of Oh Brother, where art thou? He was in that as well. Um, played the played the, the basically the equivalent of the Cyclops in the Odyssey. If you weren't <laughs> familiar, Oh Brother, where art thou? Is based off the Odyssey, it but is. it's like a I don't know prohibition type take. Uh, Lionel Richie is seventy three. Hello, it's me. Uh, all Hello. night long, yeah. endless love. Easy like Sunday morning, but yep, there you How go. How old is 73. he? 73. 73. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so happy birthday to him. Bob Villa. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was Villa, but I wasn't for sure. He's 76. Uh, of course, uh, Home Improvement TV host, This Old House, 1979 to 89. I thought, gosh, I thought it kept going on into the 90s and even the 2000s, This Old House. But so anyways, so would, would tool time have ever happened if Bob Villa hadn't become a star? Ooh. You ever think about that? Point. I because don't know. Because he's supposed to, yeah, Tim the Toolman is really supposed to be like a version of Bob Vila. Now, they do have like a recurring, um, I guess they're frenemies on the show because Bob Vila made a few appearances on Home Oh, Improvement. is that right? I didn't know that. Okay. Yes. That's cool. Yeah. And so it was like they were going head to head, you know, so they were they were rivals, I guess, which was kind of funny. But anyways, yeah, Bob Vila is turning for, uh, 76. Uh, Ann Murray is 77, 1970, her song Snowbird. Made her the first Canadian woman to have a track hit number one in the U.S. And we loved it in radio because it was two minutes and 12 seconds long. Oh, yeah. Because, see, you'd come out of the car. Back in the day, we had to hit the network exactly, okay? And so it was really hard to find short songs. Oh, okay. So that's why Snowbird was played on a lot of radio stations. I'm just, I mean, it was a great song. It's yeah. fine and all that kind of, I'm just telling you, though, when you looked up and you went, oh, crap, two minutes and 30 seconds. I got to hit the bar. Boom. That right. was it. Snowbird. Snowbird. It was a winner. <laughs> Yeah, yep, you knew it was Snowbird and then Stranglehold. Uh, that's when the DJ had to go potty. But anyways, Ann Murray is 77 today. No, Inna got it Ryan to Will- actually, but that's fine. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Close enough. Brian Wilson is 80 today. Wow. Uh, Beach Boys Mastermind. Yeah. Good vibrations. I get around. Wouldn't it be nice? Fun, fun, fun. Uh, and California Girls. But he is turning 80 years of age today. And that's all I got for today. All right. That's a bunch. Let's have a look at our weather. It's brought to you this morning by the uh, folks at Malik Heating and Air along with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service. Zero dollar diagnostic and never an overtime charge. For Total Protection Plan members, Malik, feel the difference, and it's going to be warm again today. About 101, you've already heard that, and uh, not too much breeze, like about 5 miles an hour, so that is going to make it uh, kind of uncomfortable. Maybe a heat value as high as 105 today, and tomorrow will be right around 100, actually all week long be right around 100. Uh, not going to mention any rain in the forecast because there isn't any, and then the high temperatures will probably be in the middle 70s or a little bit more. Right now we have partly cloudy skies out there. It's 75. WTAW news time is 631. It is 75 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Batteries Plus Bulbs. Stop in and save on Duracell Ultra Boat, RV, and Lawn and Garden Batteries. See website for offer details and limitations. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. The day after O'Brien Mann is released from jail after his arrest by Bryan police for assaulting a woman who was pregnant, he's arrested by College Station police. 34-year-old Joshua South was charged with breaking into the church's chicken in front of Walmart and telling officers an injured hand was the result of crashing his skateboard instead of being the result of the burglary. Online records show this is his 16th jail booking in the last 13 years. A College Station woman awaiting six trials on charges of driving with an invalid license since October of 2020 is arrested again. 53-year-old Elisa Starks is out of jail after posting bond following her arrest by Texas A&M police. The arrest report stated a traffic stop was made after the UPD officer did not see a front license plate. The arrest report also notes Starks has five active suspensions and five prior convictions for not having a valid license. Bryan City Council members learned at their last meeting what is happening in Bryan ISD following the mass shooting in Uvalde. Councilman Ruben Marine, who attended the last joint city school meeting, promoted the use of BISD's Be Safe app to report suspicious activity. So let's say I'm driving to go pick me up uh, lunch and uh, I see someone I'm passing by at school and I see a suspicious character. I can click on this app and it's going to go straight to the city of Bryan Police Department and the school and they're going to go look at this and figure out, hey, what is that suspicious character doing there? Marine also said BISD is working closely with the city's police chief, and he said the district is reviewing their protocols and making strides to keep the community safe. A second phase of restoring one of the last downtown Bryan area historical buildings is approved at the last Bryan City Council meeting. Deputy City Manager Hugh Walker summarized what will be happening at the Temple Frida building on South Parker. Adds floor joist supports, repairs the floor, uh, roof structure strengthening, repairing masonry, uh, historic window and uh, door restoration, replacing the roof system. Temple Frida, which was built in 1912, was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1983. Restoration efforts have been going on for more than five years, most of the funding for the $224,000 Phase 2 is coming from Brian's Hotel Occupancy Tax Fund. Once Phase 2 work starts, it's supposed to take seven months to complete. The City of College Station does not have local regulations about drones, but the City Council next month will be considering a zoning change that will allow Amazon to use 100-pound drones to deliver orders from a site east of the freeway between Emerald Parkway and Rock Prairie Road. That's after a unanimous Planning and Zoning Commission recommended approval of what would be Amazon's second drone delivery site in the United States. Amazon spokeswoman Kelsey Hendrickson told PNZ members that College Station checks off all their boxes. It's flat. 
The weather is predictable and mild. The wind levels are within the range most of the time. It is a community that both is leaning in to technology and development and being near the university, which is a university that we already recruit from. PNZ member Tom Jackson brought up a University of California study to address neighborhood opponents to the drone operation living in the sandstone and foxfire neighborhoods. There's a great deal of concern about the unknown and the perception, and we've measured these perceptions with survey research and stuff, are invariably extremely negative before the event happens. And invariably after it occurs, that negative perception goes down because then people have a chance to live with whatever it is. A fleet of 12 to 18 drones would operate during daylight hours in fair weather conditions, delivering items no larger than a shoebox. It took a zoning change for the Arts Council of Brazos Valley to get a taller sign outside their building. A unanimous city council approved the request at their last meeting. ACBV Director Cherie Bogner thanked the council for their questions about the 35-foot tall sign. The sign actually will go where the current sign is. It's just going to be taller. We also had an architect uh, draw it to where it looks more uh, like our branding as well. Bogner agrees with council members about the difficulty in attracting visitors to the building. You're so right. It is definitely a hidden gem. Because when we do have visitors come in, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so awesome. And so we're like, yeah, follow us so you can see what's happening. The Arts Council opened its current home, a remodeled fire station, more than three years ago. The latest post on the Texans against high-speed rail is another filing to the Texas Supreme Court about the status of the Texas Central Project through the Brazos Valley. Quoting the filing from a Harris County landowner who is among those opposed to the bullet train, Texas Central has all but left its project for dead. The filing cites the resignation of Texas Central CEO on his LinkedIn page last week and several media organizations reporting that Texas Central no longer has a board of directors and management team and that the company is being managed by someone who advises clients through distress events, bankruptcy, reorganization, and sale. Texas Central's last post on its Facebook page was March 24th. Texas Central's website still states on the project timeline that construction was scheduled to start last year. The last news release from Texas Central's website posted in September 2020. Bill Oliver, 1620, 94.5 WTAW. WTAW news time is 636. It's 75 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Batteries Plus Bulbs. More news at the top of the hour. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620, 94.5 WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, Texas A&M baseball lives to fight another day. The Aggies picking up a huge win against rival Texas yesterday in the College World Series. I'm in Omaha. We got the sound. We'll hear from headman Jim Schlossnagel coming up. Also, we're going to touch on the U.S. Open. Texas A&M All-American golfer Sam Bennett making some noise and some Major League Baseball and sports. So at 640, you can call us or text us if you'd like to be part of our little radio program today. Yep, 979-695-1620. All right, so did you end up in the press box Yes. Oh, yeah, they didn't right. actually kick me out, which was a plus. Nice. Yeah. So, I got a credential and everything. <laughs> so could you stay for the late game if you wanted to? Yeah, so I'm credentialed for all of the games okay. uh, for the entire tournament. So, yeah, I, awesome. I could. Actually, I did stay a little bit um, just because getting an Uber uh, back to the hotel mm. is, is hell whenever <laughs> people are trying to come in and go out at the same time. So if you wait a little while... Uh, I got an insider tip from a from a driver here. He was like, "Yeah, if you wait till second, third inning, something like that, of the next game, then it's a lot easier to get home." So sure, I've decided to do that. Yep, I can imagine that does make sense. So, uh, and uh, so, what kind of a press box food was there? 
Um, so yesterday they actually had uh, shredded uh, shredded beef sandwiches. Well, I say it was it was barbecue sandwiches. Okay, but it was kind of the shredded. It wasn't it wasn't actual slabs of brisket or anything like that. Right. Um, the the barbecue was okay. Um, the the bread was had a little bit left to be desired. However, the mac and cheese was great. Uh-huh. They had some some mac and cheese that was there that was that was quite delicious, and some uh, red velvet cake. Oh, with so, white icing. So you were doing okay. So that wasn't bad. Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah. I was doing okay. I they had hot dogs on Friday, and the hot dogs left quite a bit to be desired. But yesterday was pretty good. Well, it's because they're not tricolor. Uh, so yeah. and so <laughs> sure. uh, and it was a press box full of media pond scum. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's sure. lots of people that are yeah. here. Because um, it's you know, warm out there, that, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so everybody wanted to be inside. Yeah. Uh, but, no, I mean, obviously you get eight teams from all over the place together and some that, that don't go to the College World Series every year like, like the Aggies. And so you get a lot of folks that, hey, they want to make the trip. They want to mm-hmm. come up here. So um, there's there's been a lot of media folks. Well, good. We're glad you're able to do that. And we'll get the review on um, uh, Casey's Breakfast Pizza next hour, along with uh, the, I'm sure, extensive nightlife that uh, Omaha, Nebraska has for all those media <laughs> ponds coming, everybody else who's there. Oh, yeah. All right. So, um, amazingly enough, the Biden administration is pushing back on inflation, saying it's, it's not going to be that bad. President Biden says he still thinks the country could skirt a recession. And administration officials were out in force over the weekend. One Republican, Senator Mike Lee, suggested cutting federal regulations. That would help bring down inflation. We need to pass the RAINS Act, which would make it so elected lawmakers, rather than unelected, unaccountable bureaucrats, are passing our laws. And as far as those gas prices are concerned, there's been some confusion within the administration over whether President Biden will meet with controversial Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman or MBS when he travels to Saudi Arabia next month to ask for help with oil prices. Okay, now when we start talking about the leader of another country by just their initials, that's probably not very respectful, I'm mm-hmm. just saying. It's not like yeah. like when Macron comes over here, if he, oh, he's not the president of France anymore. When the president of France comes over, he's going to meet with JB? I mean, they're oh. not going to do that. I mean, at yeah, least probably not. give them the respect that they, um, I guess, maybe deserve. Just, well, what's just, his, is it just because the name is so hard yes, to pronounce? Is yeah. That what, okay. Oh, okay, because Americans can't learn to pronounce the name of foreign <laughs> leaders. We're going to use their initials. Scott, we can't even get Delucia right. Are you I know. kidding me? Like, what makes it? <laughs> Can you tell me why people hate the Americans all around the world? Oh, I'm not going to say that because I mean I it's might pronounce hard. it wrong. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. We'll shorten it up. For yeah. You. There we'll you just go. see. Uh, see Your how name's that Bill goes. now. Right. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> Janet Yellen apparently told ABC uh, this week Sunday yesterday that while she expects the U.S. economy to slow. She doesn't believe a recession is inevitable. Mm, okay. She had her fingers crossed behind her back yeah. when she said that. I expect it to be slow. We we don't think a recession is at all inevitable. Well, yeah, it is, really, but they're not going to say that because, after all, they're the ones who put everything in place when it comes to that stuff. That's fine. Thanks a lot. Just keep... Oh, by the way, gas dropped below $5 as a nationwide Ooh. average. Oh, wow. Okay. So, man, we got to be excited about that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And in the meantime, when was the last time we had reports on what's going on in the southern border? 
The administration has really focused its efforts on trying to stop the root causes of migration in several countries. They've told migrants not to come. Neither of those strategies have worked month after month, setting record after record. Several large, massive groups of migrants they encountered in Hidalgo and Starr County, those groups totaling 512 people. Elsewhere along the border, out of the Del Rio sector, Border Patrol, they're reporting they've encountered eight massive groups totaling nearly 1,800 illegal immigrants. Some of those groups having more than two or 300 people. Del Rio sector has had more than 300,000 illegal crossings since October 1st. Their numbers are up 122%. That's that's good. Good. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Got got heat yeah. there. Got people wanting to get in. Okay, we're telling them not to come in. Like they're going to go. Oh, okay. I'll stop. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, wa- I walked nine hundred miles. I got but- all the way here, yeah. and I'm just going to turn around because yeah. you told me to. Yeah. And I'll go sit in that tent city over there. Mm. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kamala that's- told them not to come here. Why are they? <laughs> I know. <laughs> why are they coming here? That's right. Why Why would they be doing that? Um. In the meantime, I read someplace that uh, like twenty four percent of U.S. Americans don't even know that Juneteenth is a holiday. Right. That doesn't oh. surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. At I mean, all. And they, they don't know. Even though it's a federal holiday yeah. now, most well, people get off. Yeah, the but this is the second year. And I guess. Yeah, that's fairly new. And I think people still have no idea what it is. And, you know, yeah. if you think about it, federal holidays, there are a lot of people who don't get federal holidays off. Right. They're going, Columbus Day? What was the last time we had Columbus Day off? Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it happened. Today marks the second time Juneteenth National Independence Day will be observed as a federal holiday. Yesterday, June 19th, marked the actual date when, in 1865, two years after the Emancipation Proclamation, word finally reached a quarter million enslaved black people in Texas that they were legally free. Last year, President Joe Biden signed the bill passed by Congress that set June 19th aside as a federal holiday, but since it fell on a Sunday this year, the observance is today. That means the post office will be closed, along with government offices, many banks, and schools. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Just enough to inconvenience people who are working. Yeah, and it's interesting because A&M got early release on Friday, they but they don't have today oh. off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but they don't have to. Yeah, off. so you've still That's got people. Weird. Yeah, okay. and, and it was for Juneteenth, but you know, and and obviously, yeah, you're, but you've still got people figuring out how to observe this. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it was it was one of those holidays that was almost exclusively a Texas holiday, and then now it's been picked up by feels like right. everybody. They so, stole um, our holiday and made it there. Well, no, I'm not. Some, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah, necessarily yeah. saying that, but yeah, yeah I, I imagine there's lots of people that say in the Northeast or something that don't know what the there's a lot of, of Texans that yeah. don't know. Unfortunately, yeah, that's true too. you know, yeah. but yeah, but yeah, you're right though. If if you know if Texans don't even know about it, then and, and that's why I am glad that they are bringing it to light and maybe by making it a federal holiday, you are getting. I, I mean, I have a friend and she um, she works for a company and she said I'm making sure that I go over with my team what Juneteenth is and and we're going to talk about it and we're going to go through the history and you know in the month of June pride is a really big thing and so it kind of overshadows a lot of other things and she said you know we if we get off on this holiday I want to make sure people understand why and so I'm hoping that you know there are other business leaders who are also doing the same thing well and like I said I didn't know about it until I was 14. I mean, I'd lived here my entire oh, life, basically. I, I yeah. couldn't I tell know. you how old I was when yeah. I learned about it. I mean, I'm sure we did in school, but it, it wasn't something that really stuck, no. unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a Texas-specific, I guess, holiday, but uh, particularly, at least down in the Houston area, I guess, or the Galveston area, because that's where so it that's originated, what happened. right? Yeah. Galveston, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, we just thought they were looking for another reason to party.
<laughs> and so finally, uh, as if things weren't bad enough, we started the weekend with an old man falling off his bike. <laughs> Oh yeah. God. Oh, oh, Joe. And look, uh, it look, could happen to anyone. It could. Yeah, it's true. It did It did to me in Asheville, so I'm not really going to stand in judgment of the president. Yeah, yeah. But what I am saying is, I mean, he just wheeled up there, and it looked like he was I guess good. He, got he was foot... at a, a complete stop, and then it looks yeah, like he, he got went... his foot stuck on the pedal. I he guess went to is that what happened or something? Yeah, I don't know. I, I only watched one clip of it, and then I just put my phone Poor away. Joe. Yeah, and no, well, that right, exactly. On top of everything else, maybe they just he needs to bike and seclude. I know he wants to be part of the people. At Look, least he was a wearing a helmet. He was wearing a helmet. Safety yeah. first. Safety first. Luckily, he didn't skin his knees. He wasn't wearing knee pads. Hello, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor with your College World Series report. This report is brought to you by American Momentum Bank. Bank on the strength of momentum. Texas A&M baseball lives to fight another day. The Aggies defeated rival Texas yesterday 10-2 to advance to the next round of the College World Series. Coach Jim Schlossnagel on getting the win over the Longhorns. I know it's a big deal. I'm, I'd rather win a national title, you know. And so um, if that comes at the expense of winning the game against Texas or whomever, then that's great. I don't want to downplay it, but I think those things are more for the fans uh, than they are for for um, the players and coaches. If we, if we get into that that kind of thought process, then we're going to be, you know, having a different mindset in one game than we are in another game. The victory marked the first for the Aggies in Omaha since 1993. They'll advance to face Notre Dame tomorrow at 1 p.m. Broadcast is on Zone 1150 a.m. and 93.7 FM. And that's been your College World Series report brought to you by American Momentum Bank. I'm Zach Taylor. It's here. It's always been here. It's in our nature. It's in our blood. It's in our classrooms, in our living rooms, and in our businesses. American Momentum has been fostering growth and expansion at unprecedented speeds with the help of a financial institution rooted right here in the Brazos Valley. Hi, I'm Frank Verisco with American Momentum Bank. Let us show you how you can harness the strength of momentum. American Momentum Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor with your morning sports update on 1620-945-WTAW. This sports update is brought to you by Coleman and Patterson. Get true market value for your farm and ranch, heavy machinery, trailers, and more. Contact ColemanandPatterson.com about their next live and online simulcast auction. Texas A&M baseball lives to fight another day. The Aggies defeated rival Texas yesterday 10-2 to advance to the next round of the College World Series. Coach Jim Schlossnagel on getting the win over the Longhorns. I know it's a big deal. I'd rather win a national title, you know. And so um, if that comes at the expense of winning the game against Texas or whomever, then that's great. I don't want to downplay it, but I think those things are more for the fans uh, than they are for for, um, the players and coaches. If If we get into that that kind of thought process, then we're going to be, you know, having a different mindset in one game than we are in another game. Mark the first win for the Aggies in Omaha since 1993. The pitcher of record was right-hander Micah Dallas, who battled for five solid innings on the mound. I feel like I performed about the same. I mean, after the first inning, I knew I had my stuff. Um, I knew that it was going to be effective, and it just, um, it was really all about sticking to our game plan and not not getting too out of myself and just um, sinking to our training, like we say. Um, but, you know, stuff just turned around after the second inning. So um, we made some really good plays behind me. Um, There's some unfortunate things to happen, but, uh, I mean, it was just sticking to us, really. 
with the win, Mike and the guys advanced to take on Notre Dame, which fell to Oklahoma last night. First pitch against the Irish is tomorrow at 1 p.m. in Omaha. Broadcast will be on Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Meanwhile, on the other side, heartache for Texas, which saw its season come to an end. Longhorns head man David Pierce. You know, the Aggies were better than us today. Um, it's just pretty much a struggle. We didn't feel like we played as well as we can play the last two games. And you know, a lot of good teams. And so we had an incredible run. Um, but it's over. And I just, I'm so proud of these guys. With a loss, Pierce and the Horns wrap up the year at 47-22 and 22 after advancing to Omaha for the third time in four seasons. Texas A&M All-American golfer Sam Bennett finished in a tie for 49th at this year's U.S. Open. Bennett, playing as an amateur, finished at 10 over for the tournament. Britt Matthew Fitzpatrick nabbed the win at 6 under, edging American Scotty Scheffler and Will Zalatoris by one stroke. In some high school football news, Iola has hired Bo Barrow to be its next head coach and athletics director. Barrow previously served as an assistant at Sabine High School in Gladewater. He fills a void left by Kerry Bamberg, who resigned after three seasons with the Bulldogs. J.J. Matajevich hit his first career homer, and the Houston Astros topped the Chicago White Sox last night 4-3. Mauricio Dubon also went deep for the Strohs, who picked up the series win. Meanwhile, nothing doing for the Texas Rangers as they were bested by the Detroit Tigers 7-3. Dane Dunning took the loss on the mound, allowing five earned in just four and two-thirds innings. And Game 3 of the Stanley Cup Finals is tonight in Tampa. The Colorado Avalanche enter with a 2-0 lead over the hometown Lightning. The puck drops at 7. And that's been your morning sports update, brought to you by Coleman and Patterson on 1620-945-WTAW. I'm Zach Taylor. All right, let's look for a high tar- temperature of about 101 today. Heat index will be 105, 76 for a low tonight, and then we'll be probably around 100 for the rest of the week with no mention of rain in the forecast. 76 right now, our Brian Broadcasting Station, WTAW, College Station, Brian. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.